Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am super excited about our topic today. We're going to be talking about building a solid foundation, and we're going to specifically be looking at the parable of the wise and foolish builders. So this is a parable that I love, which obviously I love all of the parables because Jesus told them and I love the word of God. But I love this one. It's one that God really just highlighted to me during the season of quarantine as I was getting in the word. And I'm actually working on my message for a women's retreat that I'm a part of in a few weeks. And I'm going to be using this parable. And as I've just been studying and reading it, I was like, I want to share this with my podcast community. So, um, We're going to be looking at the book of Matthew and the book of Luke, which are both gospel, two of the four gospel books in the New Testament. And I'm going to read them to you and then we're going to talk about it. So we're first going to be in Matthew 7, 24 through 27, which says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, and this is Jesus talking and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. And then we're also going to read in Luke, which I love hearing the same account in different books of the Bible, just because different books give different details. And I am a woman. I like details. So I love, um, I love that. I mean, it's the same story. The truth of it doesn't change, but sometimes there's just different wording or different points of the story that are brought out. So I love that. So we're in Luke 6, 46 through 49. It says, but why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. So I love this story because it talks about two different things. There was a wise and a foolish builder. The wise builder is the one who heard the teachings of God and actually put them into practice. And the foolish one also heard those same words, but did not put them into practice. And so I think about that as believers who are sitting under teaching, whether you're in church or listening to teachers through podcasts or online or whatever, and you're hearing the word, we're even reading the word, we're reading the truth, but we're not applying it to our lives. And that is someone who is hearing the word, 
not applying it and not building that solid foundation. And then when the storms of life come, there's nothing left standing. The winds blow, the streams rise, and the house crumbles because it's not built on the foundation. And the Lord is just showing me two main truth takeaways of this. One is that we cannot build a solid foundation without the word of God. So a lot of us will try to build a solid foundation. We're building our lives on things outside of the word of God and that there is no foundation outside of the word of God. And the second truth is that with a solid foundation, when we're hearing the word and we're applying it to our lives, we will remain unshaken when the storms of life hit. Because we know that the word of God says that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Whether you're a believer or a non-believer, stuff in life happens. Storms of life come. Things interrupt our life. We're going through our day and just something hits, something happens and totally knocks us off a rocker. And how we stand, whether we stand, is going to depend on where our foundation lies. And so my prayer and belief for you is that you will know the Word of God, that you'll love the Word of God, you'll apply the Word of God, and that you'll hear it and do what it says. And there's there's a lot of other scripture that talks about being hearers of the Word, um, being doers of the Word and not hearers only, um, People that will hear the word and immediately walk away and forget what they hear, forget what they see. And so anyway, there's a lot of different verses about this truth that we have to hear the word of God and actually apply it to our lives. And so I encourage you as you're reading the word of God, as you're sitting under teaching to ask the Holy Spirit, how can I practically apply this to our lives? I think one of the biggest lies that we bought as a society and even as a church globally is that the word of God isn't relevant for today, which again is such a huge lie. The word of God is living and active. It will always be living and active and applicable to our lives. Even in the 21st century, 2000 years after these words were written and spoken, they're still applicable to our lives today. And I encourage you, if you have never been in the Word of God, if you're like, I don't even know what that looks like. I don't know what that means. I've never even owned a Bible, or maybe you do have a Bible, but you know, there's enough dust on the top of it that you could write your name in it. I encourage you to get a Bible that you can understand that is a translation that you can understand. I personally love the New King James Version. Find one that works for you. If you can read the King James Version and understand it, then go for it. But that doesn't matter so much as the fact that you are in the Word of God. And then I encourage you to start in the New Testament. The Bible is broken up into two portions. There's the Old and New Testament, and also known as the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. And the New Covenant is what we're living under today. And so a lot of people will want to pick up the Bible and read it front to back. And I think that's great. I think everyone should read the Bible in its entirety. But I do encourage you, if you've never been in the Word and you don't even know where to start and you don't even know what the Word of God says at all, to start in the New Testament because that is when Jesus came, that is when New Covenant came, and I guess my only hesitation with starting in the Old Testament would be that you could adapt beliefs and principles that that Jesus, that are changed with Jesus. Now, we know God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But there is a new covenant of grace in the New Testament where the Old Testament, there were sacrifices and things that had to be made for 
the forgiveness of sins, but we know that Jesus was the ultimate and final sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins. And so that's the New Testament we're under now. And so I encourage you to start there. Start in the book of John. Start in the book of Romans. Those are great places to start. And then reach out to me. I want to hear what you guys are taking away from your time in the Word because I am passionate about the Word of God. I love the Word of God and I love talking about it. I love hearing what people are learning and discovering as they're in the Word of God. So yeah, I definitely encourage you to do that and to build your solid foundation, to keep that solid foundation if you are already doing that, to continue doing that and to know that God is faithful. God is so faithful to continue the good work he began in your life, that he has good plans for your life, that he is full of passion and compassion and grace and mercy and love and kindness toward you. And I just pray that you experience a deeper revelation of that truth and know that God is for you. He is not against you. And the question that I love that I've been hearing a lot lately from my friend Anna's dad, Chris, He's been saying that a lot lately. He's been um, teaching out of the book of Joshua. And the question that God imposed back to Joshua was, are you for or against me? And so that is my question to you. Are you for or against God? What does your everyday life look like? Does it look like you going about your own business and asking God to bless your will for your life? Or is it asking God, what is your will for my life? And so that's also another thing I'm going to talk about at our retreat coming up is about how we do that sometimes. We just ask God to bless our will, bless what we're doing, bless our endeavors, bless what we set out to do versus taking the time to pray and ask him and to seek his face about, God, what is your will for my life? What do you have for me? What do you want me to be doing Um, versus the other way around of just asking him to bless what we're doing? So anyway, I hope that you guys are staying encouraged during this season, that you're staying rooted and grounded in the word, and that you're keeping your mindset eternal, and just remembering that this place is not our home, as much fear and anxiety and crazy madness that is happening in this world. If you are in Christ, your life is hidden in him, and you do not have to succumb to the fear and anxiety that the world is scripting to us, and You can walk in a peace that surpasses all understanding. And the promises of God are for you. They're for today. And just remember that this is just a place that we're passing through. We have a whole eternity ahead of us. And I love that the word of God says eternal life is knowing God. So a lot of us think of eternal life and we think when we take our final breath, that's when eternal life begins and I live on forever with with the Lord But the Bible actually says that eternal life is knowing him. And eternal life can start now. It can start now with choosing to have relationship with him, to saying yes to all that God has for you and those things that he has for you are good. And then living your life for him. And I truly, with everything inside of me, believe that you can live a life free from fear, free from anxiety, free from depression, free from heaviness and the spirit of heaviness. I believe that God can give you a joy that is so deep and real that it just doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense to be able to walk through difficult seasons in life when those storms hit, like the parable was talking about, when those storms hit, that you can still stay standing 
And that people could look at you and be like, what in the world? You are going through the craziest season of life that you could possibly be going through, yet you still have a joy and a steadfastness in the Lord that doesn't make sense. And I know for me, as I walk through my own seasons of having different health issues, like very serious health issues, and going through divorce, which was the most painful season of life that I've ever gone through, but still having that just deep assurance of knowing that God is with me, that he never leaves or forsakes me, that I am walking hand in hand with him through this season, that these storms may be throwing winds at me that could could and should knock me over, but yet I still have this deep resolve within me to know him and to make him known, to spend time in his presence, to not abandon this secret place, to continue staying in the word, to continue staying in prayer, to continue being motivated by the truth of who he is in my life. And it that type of resolve does not make sense because the world expects when you go through stuff in life that you will crumble, you will fall, and it's okay if you do because what other response could you have to life's hardships? But I am knowing and believing and even releasing over you that no matter what you go through in life, that you will have a solid foundation, which is built on knowing and applying the word of God, that when those times come, you're going to stay standing, baby. You're going to stay standing and you're going to just represent him well in this life. We're all called to be ambassadors for Christ, which means we represent him wherever we go. The Bible talks about being a salt and light, about being his ambassadors, about carrying his light into a lost, hurting, broken, dying world. And so I'm believing that everyone who hears this message is going to have that revelation of who you are in him, who he is to you, and what you're called to do. Because we all have a calling, we all have a purpose, and I just want to end with that. And I want to pray over you guys and just know and believe that God has so much in store for you, more than where you're at now, more than what you've experienced. He promises to take us from glory to glory. And so when we reach that new level of glory in our life and he's just, I don't know, I just see it like a staircase where it's like, oh my gosh, like God is taking me to another level of glory and truth in him. And to know that there's more even beyond that. There's more of his goodness, more of his presence, more of his truth that he wants to reveal and release in our lives. And I say yes to all of that because I want all that God has for me. So I'm going to go ahead and pray over you guys. And I just believe that God is doing something new in your lives and it's good. And I'm excited about it and would love if you share it with me. So I'm going to go ahead and pray. Father God, I thank you so much for all of the listeners on this podcast. God, I pray a release of blessing over them, God, that they will know in their knower, God, that in the depths of their soul, they will know that your goodness and mercy follow them all the days of their lives. God, that they will know your plans for them are good, God, and that as they're walking through whatever season of life they find themselves in, they are hand in hand with you, God, because you promise that you never leave or forsake us, Lord. And I pray that we would know that so deeply, that you are always with us, that you are always for us, God, and that our response would be that we are for you, God, that we are standing in the truth of your love and the truth of your goodness, God. And I pray that we would just have a deeper hunger 
for your word, God, that you would reveal the depths of your truth to us, Holy Spirit, that you will illuminate the word of God to us and show us how to practically apply it to our lives. God, we do not want to walk through this life without you. I do not want to walk through a day of my life without you. And I thank you that I don't have to. God, I pray for just a love encounter with you, God, for an abundance of joy to wash over every single listener on this podcast. God, that anything in their lives that is not pleasing to you, Lord, that you will show them and help them to walk away from it. God, to cut ties with anything of this world, anything that the enemy would throw at them, I pray that they would have complete and total freedom from those things, God, and that they would be able to walk into all you have for them without any sin, without any weight. God, I thank you that your plans for us are good and they are being released in our lives, even right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, I have a little bonus that I want to share at the end of this podcast episode. I want to share with you guys a poem that I actually wrote during quarantine when God was journeying me through the wise and foolish builder parable. And so this is called Build My Life. I will call you my Lord and do the things you say. I will dig deeply my foundation on the rock it will be laid. I will stand unswayed in every storm, though beaten by the wind. I will stay still within my dwelling place, refusing to rescind. I will hide your word within my heart to not sin against you. I will hearken when you speak and trust in your truth. I will listen to your voice alone and deliberately draw near. I will unhatch my heart to receive and incline my ear to hear. I will put precept upon precept from your truth I will not swerve. I will apply my heart to wisdom and build my life upon your word. Stay encouraged, everyone. I love you guys. Thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon. 